Historically, black colleges and universities, or HBCUs, have educated generations of black Americans since the late 19th century. A new book captures a slice of the rich culture and opportunities that these schools have to offer. I'm joined by Aisha Roscoe. She's the host of NPR's Weekend Edition and author of the new book, HBCU Made, a celebration of the black college experience. Aisha, thanks for being here. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be at the member station that I am a sustaining member of. Yes. (laughs) I love it. You know, let me tell you something. This book made me smile. It made me laugh and it made me cry. It made me recount my own experience walking onto Howard's campus and thinking, wow, I made it. Why was this the time to capture the stories and experiences of HBCU graduates? Well, you know, it's long overdue. That's what I I, I found out. You know, Algonquin, the publisher of the book, actually came to me and said, "Um, would you want to pull together a collection of essays um, from HBCU graduates um, so that they can tell their stories in their own words about why these institutions matter? And they said, this hasn't been done before. And I, I just thought, how can that be? Like, this should have been out, you know, a long time ago. And so when I thought about my experience at Howard and what it meant to me, I knew I had to do it just to give a little bit back of what I got. And talking about your experience for the book, you talk about your journey to the Mecca or Howard University. You came from Durham, North Carolina, all the way here to D.C., and you write a lot about the hesitation and the fear that you and your family felt about moving to the district. Tell me a little bit about how your relationship with the cities developed once you arrived at Howard. I was nervous. You know, I hadn't been away from home. I hadn't been in, you know, the quote unquote big city. And so it was overwhelming at first, but I really came to love D.C. So over time, and I've been here ever since Howard, um, <laughs> I, you know, I've grown to love D.C. And it's it's very much my home. And it's a city you came of age in. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I grew up here. Now, Aisha, I have to tell you, you know how our folks go. After this book comes (laughs) out, there are going to be some HBCU alums sending their stories for HBCU May Part 2. Okay? (laughs) They're coming. I'm just telling you. (laughs) (laughs) How did you decide on who you wanted to contribute to this book? Well, you know, I I wanted a wide range of voices. I wanted to have um, bigger colleges, but also smaller colleges. So, of course, I wanted the Howards and the Spellmans and the Morehouses. But I also wanted Talladega. I wanted Morgan State. I wanted Dillard. So I wanted to, to kind of show a range of experiences. And, you know, if you can get Oprah Winfrey in your book, I think you should definitely get Oprah Winfrey in the book. Okay. And so, she was, <laughs> so I was able to get her. So it was it was things like that. And the story that resonated the most with me was April Ryan's. Mm-hmm. Now, she's a White House correspondent for The Grio now. And in her essay entitled Loving You to Success, she shares the beginnings of HBCUs. And she yeah. writes... The foundation for HBCUs was built at a time at a time when black people were not free in this nation. Some slave masters thought it was their Christian duty to educate those who they perceived as the lowest class able to understand God's word. Close quote. 
And I will say, from my experience, I went to schools that would teach you about the transatlantic slave trade, and that's where the education stopped. And then I went to Howard and got a complete history. I mean, it did wonders yeah. for my self-realization. Yeah. I'm wondering, what was what was your experience? Yeah, I mean, that was very much my experience. I mean, I I learned, you know, I did have African-American history when I was in high school and stuff. But when you come to Howard or an HBCU, what you see is like how much the 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 black experience and and black history is not you know relegated to this like side thing um instead it's treated as history and so it's just it's not treated as if it's this um thing that you kind of do that's like oh here we're setting aside a day to talk about black people no it it's treated the same way you treat quote unquote you know white history <laughs> like it's just mm-hmm. history it's just this is this is part of knowledge and and that's what I think about is so beautiful about an HBCU is that it, it you can see the humanity there and you can see that um, the status quo often what the status quo often leaves out. Now, you close your book with Oprah Winfrey's commencement speech. Like you said, if you can get Oprah in the book, you put Oprah in the book. <laughs> yeah. OK, and this was her commencement speech at Tennessee State University. Why are those the last words you want to leave readers with? What it, it really is about um, how at Tennessee State, um, she was able to forge bonds that helped her, you know, put her on her way. There was a professor there who um, encouraged her to take a job, her first TV job, and actually talked to her father and convinced him to let her do it. And he said, this is why you get an education, fool. So that CBS Channel 5 will call you. You and your father ought to know that. He rolled his eyes and he was walking away. He said, I'll tell him myself. And he did. What I hope people get from that is that HBCUs have been really an incubator for talent and that it didn't just benefit the Black community. It benefited the world. And so I I loved, you know, her uh, essay, which is talking to the next generation because HBCUs didn't stop, you know, and when Oprah went to school or when I went to school and you went to school, they're still educating people today. And so the legacy of HBCUs continue. All right. So we will leave it there until HBCU made part two. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Buy the first one, then we can get to two. Okay. Buy the first one. <laughs> that was Aisha Roscoe, the host of NPR's Weekend Edition Sunday, author of HBCU Made, a celebration of the Black College experience. Aisha, I can't let you go without doing this. H-U. You know. All right. (laughs) It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much.